0: Benjamin, we haven't heard about the regional burn. Did you get burnt at the regional burn?
1: I didn't get burnt, I got toasted a couple of times. <laughs> That's a different
0: sort of thing. Want to share any specifics? <laughs>
1: in the afternoon, the wind blows and everybody has to go hide for a little while because of all the dust. But Was
0: that good to hide in a tent, though, with other humans? That'd be kind of cool if it was the right humans, wouldn't it?
1: We had a pop-up camper, so. Did
0: y'all go in and play cards or something or strip poker?
1: It's hard to play strip poker when you're already naked.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, your life sounds very interesting. Oh, yeah, how many days does it go for? Uh,
1: so it's four days. Thursday through Sunday. And
0: did you get any nice pictures of the desert or is it, like you said, kind of not the good
1: desert? I got lots of good pictures of people and art and stuff. I didn't take many pictures of the actual scenery. All that well, except for a sunset or two. But Are there lots of cactuses? It's too cold. Okay. <laughs> Was that here in Utah? It's in Utah. If you just put Stargazer Ranch into Google Maps, I think it'll pull up for you.
2: Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not the prettiest part of Utah, is it? It's perfect for what we do. Sure. Yeah, of course.
0: Oh, it looks beautiful to me.
2: I mean, hell, in just a couple of years, the entire former Great Salt Lake is going to look
1: like that. So I don't know that I'm still going to be here after all. I know we talked about that, but
2: no yeah (laughs) we're hoping to get out of here soon but i mean we're far enough south that you know if we do get any arsenic blooms blowing in from the salt flats it shouldn't get this far south but
0: arsenic blooms That's just
1: naturally occurring.
2: Yeah, it's one of the minerals that have concentrated there for tens of thousands of years. Basically, the Great Salt Lake is drying up. Now all that land that has been being exposed by the shrinking Great Salt Lake, now that's available to get blown up by the wind, we're in danger of having huge arsenic-laced dust storms coming and blowing right into the Salt Lake Valley. And so it is a huge public health concern to the point that earlier... This year, one of the state legislatures proposed doing a study to see how reasonable it would be to pump water from the Pacific Ocean and try and refill the Great Salt Lake.
0: That's a pretty long pipeline.
2: <laughs> it's about 1,500 miles and very expensive. Nice idea, though. No, not really. It's a dumb idea because the environments are completely different.
1: Right. You'd just be adding salt to it. Well, The Great Salt Lake is considerably saltier than the...
2: Yeah, you would actually be diluting it and introducing all sorts of new life forms and... And new
0: civilizations.
2: <laughs> you know, if they happen to survive the 1,500-mile-plus
1: transit, bacteria everything. Just a complete clusterfuck. Uh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are things that live there that in some cases don't live anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Like these microbiolites, I think is how you pronounce that, bacterial communities that kind of look like coral and mm-hmm. something that would have been really common on the planet a couple billion years ago, but this is one of the few places left that has them.
0: That sounds really cool. <laughs>
1: Element 11 is what this particular camp is called. What's really cool about Element 11, it's my kind of people, and there's no commerce of any kind. No one's allowed to sell anything, so people just give things away. Just some camp will say, you know, we're going to do this thing, come by, or you just walk through where people are camping, and there'll be a guy who, you know, offers you a shot of whiskey and a chance to throw knives or something. (laughs)
0: <laughs> did you try throwing knives?
1: I did. I was not very good at it. It's hard to get the rotation right so that the tip hits the target.
0: That would be a real skill, hey.
1: The knives have to be really well
2: balanced. And even then, unless you know exactly what you're doing, you only got a 50-50 chance of the point going the right direction.
1: My experience was considerably less than 50-50. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: We'll give you a ninja star, uh, then you've got a better chance of hitting something.
1: Yeah, I just need more points.
0: That's right. <laughs> Don't we all? Look at those photos you sent through. Yeah, that was my camp.
2: And then you had a very gay swing, I guess.
0: Oh, it is a swing. I didn't realize it was a swing. It looks like a dream catcher or something.
1: It's a human-powered merry-go-round, basically. That was not part of my camp. That's just something that somebody else built. But yeah, you, just, you get in the baskets, and then somebody can push you around. Oh, Jesus. There were baby birds there, too? We were starting to set up i noticed this little nest on the ground and so we you know card table over it so people wouldn't step on them and oh that's good
0: the birds are really cute what sort of birds are they i was gonna ask you
1: i don't know these things apparently i don't yeah <laughs> <These things? laughs> quail maybe i don't know the mama bird was much smaller than that. I'm sure I could figure it out if I Googled some little desert bird.
0: I also quite liked the Google Maps images that I saw. There's a 3D image of that so you can spin around with all of the footmarks and stuff. It looks like you're looking at the moon. It looks great. Like, I know it looks sparse, but I still think it's beautiful.
2: Well, you live in Australia, for fuck's sake. You you can appreciate the desert probably a lot more than (laughs) many other people. Does anyone have anything else? I got my weed card. Oh,
1: Oh, well done! Congratulations.
2: Yeah, all I had to do was have autism
0: (laughs) does this make you more amenable to conversations with others now
2: i have no idea i got it yesterday that really actually is my hope just that i will be more able to handle real life (laughs) and dealing with people it's
0: about making life work better
2: i'm not really in the mood to get high i did that fucking plenty of times when i was in my early 20s so that's not the draw for me the draw for me is just to fucking calm my brain down a little bit
1: i found the bird It's called a kill deer. I totally interrupted the end of that story.
2: A kill deer? I doubt they actually kill deer.
1: K-I-L-L-D-E-E-R.
2: Yeah, that's kill and deer.
0: Images.google.com Kill deer. Oh, wow. That's so cute.
2: It's kind of got like a pronghorn deer coloring going on there
0: can somebody say episode art
2: so apparently somebody thought that their call sounded like the word kill deer do okay, so <laughs> you hear any birds yelling kill
1: deer while you were out there it didn't sound like that to me it sounded more like fuck off campers but You know, (laughs) get the fuck away from my kids, you asshole.
0: All right. Does someone want to read the intro to chapter two? (laughs)
2: Mosiah chapter two. King Benjamin dresses his people. He recounts the equity, fairness, and spirituality of his reign. He counsels them to serve their heavenly king. Those who rebel against God will suffer anguish like
1: unquenchable fire.
0: Well, if they're suffering anguish, there's pills for that, so...
1: Not in 124 BC.
0: No, they probably had weed though, right?
1: I'm sure that they had a wide variety of psychedelic plants.
0: They had options.
1: (laughs) Verse 1, And it came to pass that after Mosiah had done as his father had commanded him, and had made a proclamation throughout all the land, that the people gathered themselves together throughout all the land, that they might go up to the temple to hear the words which King Benjamin should speak to them. And they were a great number, even so many that they did not number them, or they could only count to five. (laughs) For they had multiplied exceedingly and waxed great in the land. I've waxed in the land too, but that's none of your business. And they also took of the firstlings of their flocks, of tapirs, and nutria. That's right. That they might offer sacrifice and burnt offerings according to the law of Moses.
0: Ah, nutria, so cute.
1: Holy
2: fuck. That right there is the first mention in the entirety of the Book of Mormon so far that we've read that mentions anything having to do with the law of Moses. Right. These people of Jewish descent have been in the new world for 476 years and just all of a sudden, oh yeah, and they're burning shit.
0: Like I think sm- he mentioned this and that followed the law of Moses but he didn't get into any specifics right
1: once in a great while yeah
2: yeah I wonder if like when he wrote the original 116 pages if there was more of it peppered in there and then when they came back and redid
1: it he was like fuck it whatever I can't remember how you do a wave offering and I'm not looking it up again he was too busy
2: getting laid not only that in the replacement of the 116 pages they talk about Christ and they act like Christians and stuff like that but at this point you're not going to see Christ mentioned for quite a while now until christ is born i think
0: that's so wacky because it should be around the other way
2: it should be around the other way but the order in which it was written he got to the end of the book and they knew about christians then he went back to the beginning of the book he's like oh yeah we're going to talk about christ forgetting the fact that it wasn't even around at that
0: point he had jesus on his mind on his heart
2: i think he had fanny in the barn on his <laughs> mind calling God's name all the time. Oh,
0: God, Jesus. Oh. Of course, the women weren't saying that.
2: They were saying it too. Just the inflection was completely different. Oh, God, Jesus.
0: More of this shit. Oh, in a few months, it's going to be off to the abortionist again. <laughs> James, you want to take the next three?
2: And also that they might give thanks to the Lord, their God, who had brought them out of the land of Jerusalem and who had delivered them out of the hands of their enemies and had appointed just men to be their teachers and also a just man. To be their king, who had established peace in the land of Zarahemla, and who had taught them to keep the commandments of God, that they might rejoice and be filled with love towards God and all men. And it came to pass that when they came up to the temple, they pitched their tents, gross. They pitched their tents round about, every man according to his family.
0: Oh, come on, get a room, guys.
2: Consisting of his wife. And his sons, and his daughters, and their sons, and their daughters.
0: Oh, just in front of everyone.
2: From the eldest down to the youngest, every family being separate one from another. And they pitched their tents round about the temple, every man having his tent with the door thereof, toward the temple, that thereby they might remain in their tents, and hear the words which King Benjamin should speak unto them.
0: How's that going to work with that many people? They're all pitched around this fucking tent temple. Aren't there like millions of them now?
2: Well, read verse 7 and it'll tell you how they got around that little problem.
0: Oh, okay. I will. For the multitude being so great that King Benjamin could not teach them all within the walls of the temple. Okay. There's a few people there. Therefore, he caused a tower to be erected. Oh, Smitty loves talking about towers being erected. That thereby his people might hear the words which he should speak unto them. How is building a tower going to help that? I mean, I guess there'd be less noise dissipation going through each tent if you're up high. But there's still distance.
2: The sound waves would be able to travel farther, theoretically.
1: They're not going to come out of your head in like a 360 degree circle, so. (laughs) Well, yeah, they're going to be all one direction.
0: Right. They would have to have a speaker set up that actually through his voice in 360 degrees but I don't think they had that technology at that time.
1: Bluetooth was
2: still a few years away. Book Mormons has got all sorts of technology that they shouldn't have had so why the fuck should
1: they have that as well?
0: That's right they've got that magic dildo called the Liahona which always points towards something.
1: It's more like a Hitachi I think. <laughs> than a dildo,
0: but Much more satisfaction. <laughs> And it came to pass that he began to speak to his people from the tower. Yes, we got that. And they could not all hear his words because of the greatness of the multitude. Therefore he caused that the words which he spake should be written and sent forth. Well, what was the point in having the tower? Ah, that's so dumb! Among those that were not under the sound of his voice, that they might also receive his words. My God, that sounds like like such an afterthought it's like he's dictating and then he thought oh shit that's not gonna work um uh yeah he wrote it out as well as speaking it still because uh, that makes sense
1: technically etched it out but yeah <laughs>
0: that's right he etched it out s nine and these are the words which he spake and caused to be written <laughs> etched Saying, my brethren, all ye that have assembled yourselves together, you that can hear my words, which I shall speak unto you, this day, while he's not speaking it on another day, it's this day, for I have not commanded you to come up hither to trifle, Ah, trifle's great, with the words which I shall speak, but that ye should hearken unto me and open your ears that ye may hear. Well, I guess if it's being etched and they can't hear him, they're going to open something else. And your hearts that ye may understand and your minds that the mysteries of God may be unfolded. Folded. Ooh, he's doing origami now. To your view. Um, have the mysteries of God ever been unfolded to either of you, origami style? Nope. No.
1: I guess it depends on <laughs> what you call mysteries and who you think God is.
0: Unfolding the mysteries is a lot like making love to a beautiful woman.
1: That sounds like fun. <laughs> First, 10. I have not commanded you to come up hither, that you should fear me, or that you should think that I, of myself, am more than a mortal man, although that's not what your wife said last night. Oh dear God. <laughs> but I am like as yourselves, subject to all manner of infirmities in body and mind. Yet I have been chosen by this people and consecrated by my father, and was suffered by the hand of the Lord, that I should be a ruler and a king over this people, and have have been kept and preserved by his matchless power to serve you with all my might, mind, and strength, which the Lord hath granted unto me.
0: Isn't strength and might the same thing?
1: That's an interesting question. That's a very common Mormon phrasing.
0: Might, mind, and strength.
1: Yes. Maybe it's might as like, I don't know, I might. (laughs) I might help you guys if we get around to it.
0: I think that's what he's considering. It's like, "Mm, would I? Would I? I might. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right, verse twelve. I say unto you that even as I have suffered to spend my days in your service, even up to this time, and have not sought gold nor silver nor any manner of riches from you, save it be your eldest daughter. There you go. Oh. <laughs>
0: finding something from them if he's a king, there's no way he wouldn't be. Who's paying for him to be a king?
1: Just so my soldiers won't come to your house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, James 13.
2: Neither have I suffered that ye should be confined in dungeons, nor that ye should make slaves one of another, nor that ye should murder, or plunder, or steal, or commit adultery. Not even have I suffered that ye should commit any manner of wickedness, and have taught you that ye should keep the commandments of the Lord. all things which he hath commanded you. And even I myself have labored with mine own hands that I might serve you, and that ye should not be laden with taxes, and that there should nothing come upon you which was grievous to be born. And of all these things which I have spoken, ye yourselves are witness this day.
0: So from when Jones started talking till now, that's one sentence. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's a sentence that started with verse 12, so... I did so. Yeah, 12 ended in a
2: semen colon, and it uh, just kept that's going. That's it. Okay, 15. Yet, my brethren, I have not done these things that I might boast. Which you just fucking have been doing. So obviously, whatever. (laughs) (sniffs) Neither do I tell these things that thereby I might accuse you. But I tell you these things that ye may know that I can answer a clear conscience before God this day
0: answer a clear conscience
2: mm-hmm.
0: does he mean that god has told him to say this so i'm saying it so that i can be okay before god he's saying
2: i've done all these things not because i'm a nice guy but i've done these so god doesn't
1: punish me or something i don't know i think that's about right
0: i just think that's a really weird thing to say
1: no it's, it's a very odd turn of phrase i think
0: he's talking about being clear in conscience but how about just being clear in what you in mean
1: communication yeah that's that would be We need to right-size your expectations about this book in general.
0: <laughs> I was expecting so much more!
1: <laughs> An interesting link that I put in the chat
2: talking about how King Benjamin's sermon is very much like Methodist camp revivals that were done in the time and in the place that Joseph Smith uh, was growing up. And in fact, uh, it's very similar to one, a sermon given by a gentleman named Bishop Benjamin McKendry.
0: Oh, wow.
2: So not only was the subject matter very similar, it talks about how people would gather from miles around and they would circle the tents around to face towards the stand where the preachers were speaking at.
0: They've got a nice picture there and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. This is of an earlier 1819 Methodist camp revival. And this is all based on the book uh, Insider's View of Mormonism by Grant Palmer. It basically talks about how the whole sermon of King Benjamin, while it was not copied directly, there are obvious parallels. And it was clearly based upon a Methodist camp revival.
0: And they got the tents there too in that picture mm-hmm. in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And they're all facing the whoever's up there. (laughs)
2: On their little stand, yep.
0: (laughs) The charismatic leader who's saying things that people like to hear because it makes (laughs) them feel things.
2: Sure. Kind of sounds like a Trump rally.
0: Uh, it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Or anyone that we like to gather around and listen to? Mm-hmm. Hell, probably some of our favorite podcasters.
2: Most likely. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Behold, I say unto you that because I said unto you, <laughs> I say unto you that I said unto you. <laughs>
2: Fuck me. That is what it says. Yeah. Jesus.
0: That I had spent my days in your service. I do not desire to boast. And yet he's still talking. Isn't that boasting?
2: That's exactly what he's been doing. He's been boasting. Look how good I am.
0: For I have only been in the service of God. I'm still talking because I'm only in the service of God. Come listen to my podcast, which is right here at the middle of our campsite, which no one can hear because I'm only in the service of God. Verse 17. And behold, I tell you these things that ye may learn wisdom, (laughs) because I have wisdom and you don't. I'm boasting that ye may learn that when ye are in the service, of our fellow beings. You are only in the service of your God. Okay. Yes. Love your neighbor in other words. Mm-hmm. Because you're in a community now.
1: <laughs> trying to have a fucking society here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Service your fellow being, you're only in the service of your God. That is the very common thing for Mormons to say. It's not necessarily true because it gets translated into when you are in the service of your fellow church members, you're in the service of your God.
0: Ah, they redefine it, don't they?
2: It really only applies to the people in the church that can see and judge you. And it's very performative and it's very self-centered.
0: Right. And... In some ways, that's okay as long as they just admitted it. It's like, okay, I'm part of the social contract. I want people to see that I'm helping them and hopefully one day they'll see that they need to help me back. I mean, this is part of how society works, but let's be honest about it. Let's not harangue it with false beliefs about it's God and whatever. Verse 18. Behold, ye have called me your king. (laughs) And if I whom ye call your king... Oh my God, he's... Why did he put that in there? Like, uh, he doesn't need to say it again. Do labour to serve you, then ought not ye to labour to serve one another? Okay, that's great, King Benjamin. Awesome. Take it away, Brother Benjamin.
1: Sure. (laughs) verse nineteen and behold also if i whom ye call your king
0: ah my god again
1: because i made you (laughs) who has spent his days in your service and yet has been in the service of god do merit any thanks from you oh how you ought to thank your heavenly king Oh, I wish this guy would just stop talking. There's a lot of Mosiah left, don't jinx it.
2: Mm, yeah, really. There's a lot of King Benjamin left. This guy's going to be going on for the next three or four chapters.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say unto you, my brethren, and also lesser sisterin. Don't merit a mention that if you should render all the thanks and praise from which your whole soul has power to possess to that God who has created you and has kept and preserved you and has caused that you should rejoice and has granted you that you should live in peace with one another, say unto you. <laughs> that if ye should serve him who has created you from the beginning and is preserving you from day to day by lending you breath at a reasonable interest rate, <laughs> and move and do according to your own will, and even supporting you from one moment to another, I say, if ye should serve him with all your whole souls, yet ye would be unprofitable servants.
0: He's saying if you serve him, then you're still being unprofitable.
1: Yeah. I believe the takeaway here is don't bother. <laughs> No. it's
0: <laughs> Don't bother listening to King Benjamin.
2: He's kind of doing the whole grace versus works thing here. You know, you are saved by the grace of God, no matter what you do.
0: But not really. Bet you are. But not really. but you are. <laughs>
2: yeah, which is also something in Mormonism. Yeah. <laughs> and behold, all that he requires of you is to keep his commandments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, it doesn't matter what you do. It's going to be fucking useless, but you're still going to do it, bitch.
0: All he requires from you is his actions, even though it was completely useless. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Which is why Mormons are so confused about, well, so, are we saved by grace? Are we saved by work? You're not not saved by anything it's all made up bullshit so fuck Uh it anyways all right and he (laughs) has promised you that if ye would keep his commandments ye should prosper in the land and he never doth vary from that which he hath said oh never therefore if ye do keep his commandments he doth bless you and prosper you (laughs) and now in the first place he hath created you and granted unto you your lives for which you are indebted unto him (laughs) And secondly, he doth require that ye should do as he hath commanded you, for which, if ye do, he doth immediately bless you.
0: Ah, always. Just always. (laughs)
2: Immediately. Yeah, no, that's a lie. Mm. And therefore he hath paid you, and ye are still indebted unto him, and are, and will be, forever and ever. Therefore, of what have ye to boast?
0: This sounds a lot like slavery, doesn't it? Being endlessly indebted to someone and never being able Mm -hmm. to escape it. It's like indentured servitude where no one was ever able to pay their way out.
2: Basically. In 23, where he says, and now in the first place, he has created you and he granted unto you your lives. That sounds like a parent saying, hey, I brought you into this world. You need to be grateful for that. Which my child has mostly jokingly said, well, I never
0: asked to be born. So fuck you. (laughs) I've said that to my mom and I was not joking.
2: (laughs) Well, luckily I managed to stop having that whole mindset before my child got too much into the teenage attitude attitude things so but i know yeah my parents did it yeah i had the same response i was like fuck you i didn't ask to be born i didn't have a choice in this so why are you acting like i entered into this contract somehow willingly and therefore owe you something well you did in the pre-existence My parents, especially my father, he envisioned for me being a better version of him, Mm. but not in any way of measurement except for what he thought would be a better version of him, Mm. which would have been a better Mormon and a better provider and a better traditional male. And I am none of those things.
0: Mm. Thanks, Jones. I appreciate Mm. that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but for my dad it's taken him some time to actually come to terms with that and i know that he was disappointed for many years mom says he's mostly over that so well, <laughs> i hope she's right
0: that's good Hmm. anyway and now i ask can you say ought of yourselves that's an interesting way to spell ought do you have the a-u-g-h-t there
1: yeah yeah, A-U-G-H-C.
0: Maybe that's how you spell it. We spell it with an O.
1: This is a different word.
0: Oh.
1: Just think of this as not, but without the N.
0: And now I ask, can you say naught of yourselves or ought of yourselves? Hmm.
1: So can you say something of yourselves?
0: Or can you say nothing of yourselves? Or can
1: you say maybe anything is probably closer.
0: Can you say anything of yourselves?
1: No, you suck. <laughs> you can't say shit. You
0: Zarahemlerites are just nothing and I'm <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's
0: what he's saying. I answer you. Nay! (laughs) Ye cannot say that ye are even as much as the dust of the earth. Oh, wow. He's really getting into them. Yep. Have some self-esteem, but don't have some (laughs) self-esteem. Yet ye were created of the dust of the earth, but behold, it belongeth to him who created you. Oh, that's great, King Benjamin.
2: Mm-hmm. I think
0: they already know this. Yeah, God owns everything. Cool, cool, cool. Verse 26. And I, even I, whom ye call king. Oh. He
1: <laughs> said it
2: again. Yep, he did.
0: I'm no better. Then ye yourselves are. Well, why are you the one talking, King Benjamin? If you know better, what's going on? Just shut the fuck up. (laughs) For I am also of the dust. You're darn right. And ye behold that I am old and am about to yield up this mortal frame to its mother earth. Wow that's an unusual term for Smitty to put in there. Almost feminine.
2: <laughs> yeah that is a bit off.
0: It sounds very new age in some ways actually
2: it? <laughs> Well I mean do keep in mind they were hardcore into folk magic so maybe it's not that surprising.
0: Right that's very new age. Mm-hmm. Therefore as I said unto you that I have served you Walking with a clear conscience before God Even so, I, at this time Have caused that ye should assemble yourselves together Yes, that's right You've made them pitch tents around you Because he likes to watch That's right That I might be found blameless (laughs) And that your blood should not come upon me Just your cum, not your blood.
2: Not not that blood stuff. That's gross.
0: (laughs) When I shall stand to be judged of God, of the things whereof he hath commanded me concerning you. God, that's a weird sentence.
2: He's like, I'm doing this because I want my ass to be covered when God judges me.
0: And it's kind of setting up a model for missionaries too. It's like, go and do your missionary work, get that out of the way, then go and have your family. And then you can go and be like, I'm blameless now. I did my bit. Mm-hmm. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> 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 and possibly your father. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Take it away, brother Benji. <laughs> Verse 28.
1: I say unto you that I have caused that you should assemble yourselves together, that I might rid my garments of your blood at this period of time, when I am about to go down to my grave, that I might go down in peace, and my immortal spirit may join the choirs above in singing the praises of a just God.
0: I think usually when you go down, it's supposed to be exciting, not peaceful. <laughs>
1: Depends on what you like. Yeah.
0: As long as you're enjoying it.
1: And moreover, I say unto you that I have caused that you should assemble yourselves together, as I've said. Repeatedly. That I might declare unto you that I can no longer be your teacher, nor your king, after the next five to six chapters. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like they're in pieces and they're putting themselves together like Lego. They've got to assemble.
1: Yes. Like Voltron.
0: That's right.
1: He fights assemble. For even at this time, my whole frame doth tremble Ooh. exceedingly oh. while attempting to speak to you. Oh. But the Lord God doth support me, and hath suffered me, that I should speak unto you, and hath commanded me that I should declare unto you this day. Oh, he's say it again. Mm-hmm. That my son Mosiah is a king and a ruler over you. Ah, oh, I <laughs> thought it
0: was Mosiah speaking, but it's his dad.
2: Yeah, this is Benjamin
0: <laughs> speaking.
2: This is Mosiah writing down. Down the words.
0: That's right. I remember now. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: 31. And now, my brethren, I would that ye should do as ye have hitherto done, and ye have kept my commandments, and also the commandments of my father, and have prospered, and have been kept from falling into the hands of your enemies. Even so, if ye shall keep the commandments of my son, or the commandments of God, which shall be delivered unto you by him, ye shall prosper in the land, and your enemies shall have no power over you but oh my people beware lest there shall arise contentions among you and ye list to obey the evil spirit which was spoken of by my father Mosiah
0: he spoke of an evil spirit I don't remember him speaking of an evil spirit
2: yeah he said a lot of shit he's referring to his father Mosiah but I don't recall that any of the words of Mosiah the first were written down oh wait it wasn't because this is all made up bullshit Verse 33, for behold, there is a woe pronounced upon him who listeth to obey that spirit. For if he listeth to obey him, and remaineth and dieth in his sins, there's a lot of thith in this, <laughs> the same drinketh damnation to his own soul, for he receiveth for his wages an everlasting punishment, having transgressed the law of God contrary to his own knowledge.
0: A woe, W-O, there is a woe pronounced upon him. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I'm assuming they mean woe as in W-O-E,
1: as in like yes. woe unto you, but... There was a whoa pronounced upon him. Didn't
0: we just say that King Benjamin was talking, but now it's Mosiah
1: talking, right? Remember, there's a Mosiah who's Benjamin's father. Right. And then there's this Mosiah the kid.
0: Oh, so the grandfather and the grandchild have the same name. Yes. Oh my God, that's so confusing.
1: Well, again, (laughs) Joseph
2: loves reusing names all over the place. Do recall that he was named after his father and he named one of his sons after himself. I mean, it does happen in real life. It does. He's talking about his father, Mosiah, who left the land of the Nephites with all that would follow him and that they discovered Zarahemla and they couldn't speak the same language, but they really liked Mosiah's accent. So they made him king for some fucking reason.
1: I could totally see that happening. Like <laughs> somebody <laughs> just walks into your town with like a really sweet Australian accent <laughs> or something like, mm. oh. <laughs> You got to be king. <laughs> right. I can't get enough.
2: Well, I mean, that's what Arnold did. He came in here as a bodybuilder and became a fucking world-class superstar.
1: The governor. Yeah. Yes, that's
2: true.
0: Oh, I love his voice. It's so cool.
2: It is. That probably is what happened with Uchtdorf. They're like, we need to show that we're not only a bunch of white men from America. So let's get this white man from Austria over here.
0: <laughs> the whitest country on the earth there. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: I say unto you that there are not any among you except it be your little children that have not been taught concerning these things. Yeah, that's right. So why are you saying it again? But what knoweth that ye are eternally indebted to your heavenly Father to render to him all that you have and are, Seaman Carlin, and also have been taught concerning the records which contain the prophecies which have been spoken by the holy prophets even down to the time our father lehi left jerusalem Seaman colon again and i don't really know what i'm reading i'm reading it and it's not going in
2: <laughs> you should be used to this
1: by now patience
0: <laughs> but what knoweth that you are eternally indebted that's weird
1: yeah that, that's a very weird phrase <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: does he mean like but who knoweth
1: yeah or i feel like it's almost more like you knoweth
0: uh you know this right Sort of like that maybe yeah. mm-hmm.
1: but heaven knows yeah yeah
0: all right so heaven knows you gotta follow all of these things from all the stuff that's been said since lehi left Jerusalem. okay that kind of makes sense all right 35 It's still in the same sentence by the way
2: mm-hmm. yep
0: <laughs> and also all that has been spoken by our fathers until now yeah he just said that didn't
2: he No, he said all the prophets before Lehi, so all the holy prophets down into the time Lehi left Jerusalem, and also has been spoken to by everybody after Lehi left Jerusalem.
0: You're right, Jones. You're very right. And behold, also they spake that which was commanded them of the Lord. Therefore, they are just and true, because they say they're from God. Hey,
2: God said this, (laughs) so you know it's true.
0: Because they said so.
2: Yeah, God said I should fuck your wife, but you know it's true, because I said God Said it. That's
0: right. Oh, whoa, you're right. Hey, have at her, dude. 36. And now I say unto you, my brethren, that after ye have known and have been taught all these things, if ye should transgress and go, contrary to that which has been spoken, that ye do withdraw. If you pull out early, withdraw yourselves from the Spirit of the Lord. That's right. If you pull out from the Holy Spirit, that it may have no place in you, (laughs) or you and him, to guide you in wisdom's paths, that ye may be blessed, prospered, and preserved. And that's an EM dash. So that leads on to the next sentence. Take it away, Brother Benjamin.
1: I say unto you, that the man that doeth this, the same cometh out in open rebellion against God.
0: That's so cometh out, that's for sure.
1: Gross. Therefore he listeth to obey the evil spirit, and becometh an enemy to alleth righteousnesseth. <laughs> Therefore the Lord hath hatheth knoweth places. That's really hard to say. It is. Therefore the Lord has no place in him. for he dwelleth not in unholy temples therefore if a man repenteth not and remaineth and dieth an enemy to god the divans of divine justice do awaken his immortal soul to a lively sense of his own guilt which doth cause him to shrink from the presence of the lord Ah. and doth his breast with guilt and pain and anguish, which is like an unquenchable heartburn. Fire.
2: <laughs> Dear God.
1: His flame ascendeth up forever and ever. And now I say unto you that mercy hath no claim on that man. Therefore, his final doom is to endure a never-ending torment. <laughs> Don't fuck it up, man. Mm-hmm.
0: 40 and 41. Bring us home, Jones.
2: Oh, all ye old men, and also ye young men, and you little children, who can understand my words. For I have spoken plainly unto you, that ye might understand. I pray that ye should awaken to a remembrance of the awful situation of those that have fallen into transgression. And moreover, I would desire that ye should consider on the blessed and happy state of those that keep the commandments of God. For behold, they are blessed in all things, both temporal and spiritual. Oh. And if they hold out faithful to the end, they are received into heaven, that thereby they may dwell with God in a state of never-ending happiness. (sighs) Oh, remember, remember that these things are true, for the Lord God has spoken it. Wow. The end. Until the next chapter, where he keeps fucking doing the same damn thing.
0: That seems like an important verse for Mormonism, though, because that's the first time I've heard that temporal and spiritual, and this is something that Mormons say an awful lot, well, the elders seem to anyway. Yeah.
2: You have to suffer till the end in temporal existence. You will be rewarded in heaven. Even though your life is a boiling pile of shit, stick at it. Even if your wife leaves you
1: and your farm gets lost. And- <laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs> Are we talking about Job? It's the Mormon Job, also known as... Oh, Martin Harris. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs>
2: Curse God and die, Martin.
0: No, I looked in a rock. Of course, the difference between Job and Martin Harris is Martin Harris was a real person. <laughs>
1: That's true. Exactly. A source of a lot of cognitive dissonance for me way back when I was still a believer is there's a lot of things in Mormonism, like the three degrees of heaven plus a hell, mm-hmm. that are nowhere in the Book of Mormon. Right. Like, there's tons and tons of heaven and hell language in the Book of Mormon. No mention of all these other things because Joseph didn't think of them until later. But to me, it was just like, how could like fucking Nephi or King Benjamin not have known about the three heavens?
0: Right.
2: We grew up being told that the Book of Mormon was the most correct, the most complete.
0: <laughs>
1: the most complete? <laughs> Yes, literally that's what they say.
2: But 99.999% of Mormonism makes no appearance in the Book of Mormon. Like, all the shit with the temples doesn't appear there. The sacrament prayer is one of the very few things that actually appears in the Book of Mormon. Got the idea of baptism by immersion. I think maybe the baptism prayer is in there as well, but I might be wrong on that one. Like, anything beyond don't be a dick, you know, and this is how you (laughs) baptize and this is how you bless the bread water is not in the Book of Mormon. And that's because the Book of Mormon was originally intended just to make Joseph some money. And
1: then it kind of rolled up and he got big. It's all very generic Christian. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that he's saying there's this whole other book, but yeah. like the really weird doctrine doesn't come out until later. Nope, And it's nowhere to be found in this book.
2: Where is it to be found? Doctrine and Covenants, School of Prophets. School of Prophets? Mm-hmm. The School of Prophets was, well, basically, it was a bunch of the leaders and... Syncophants in Nauvoo getting together, and Joseph was revealing new revelations to them. And a lot of it appears in the Doctrine and Covenants, but there's even stuff that's not in there.
0: Well,
2: The Book of Mormon still has in it remnants of Joseph Smith's earlier thinking, believing in the Trinity. Yeah, totally You know, totally believing does. that God <laughs> is three in one. But it also, you can see where they've changed it to try and say, oh, no, God are three different people, but they've missed it in some places. Mm-hmm. Benjamin's right. It has absolutely nothing more than a single percentage point to do with Mormonism.
1: There's always been, like, efforts to retcon it Mm -hmm. after the fact. Mm -hmm. And even some of that goes back to, like, Jesus. Like, Jesus is supposed to be the exemplar of the perfect life, but all these things that Mormonism tells you you have to do, like get married in a temple and have babies, and Jesus didn't do any of that shit.
0: And Paul says that if you don't do that, that's fine.
1: Right. And he didn't. Yeah, exactly. Well. You
2: have Jesus and the things that Jesus said. And then Paul came along and he changed a whole bunch of stuff and said, you know, Uh don't have a family.
0: He said there's nothing wrong with having one, but if you don't, it's okay.
2: Every religion probably has that. Like the early cornerstones, if you will, of the religion end up not having a goddamn thing with everything
1: that was built on top of it. Because it's all man-made bullshit. And a lot of the stuff that Paul wrote, Paul didn't really write. Too.
0: i wonder if paul was actually a person hey
1: um probably more chance of that than jesus i think it's pretty clear he was a person there's another podcast that i listened to so it's not just ours ah. <laughs> <laughs> Called history in the bible it's another australian guy oh really <laughs> And I started listening to it, actually, because, you know, you and I listened to that Drunk Bible Study podcast. And I was like, I want to understand this better. And I found this other podcast where he just sort of breaks down different things. And he was talking about the scholarship around the letters of Paul. And there's a bunch, including some of the stuff that says, like, the most controversial things about how women shall be silent and stuff mm. Mm. were not written by Paul and were written after his death. But they were <laughs> a- assigned to Paul ah. in tradition to give them weight. Mm. So, He might not
2: have been quite as much of a tosser as he appears.
1: Most of the stuff that you think is, like, really shitty, Mm -hmm. he didn't say. Now, some of the stuff, like the stuff you were talking about earlier about, like, not getting married, that was mostly because he and most of the other people were convinced Jesus was coming back any day. Right. Right, yeah. Like, it wasn't like, don't get married because you shouldn't get married. It's like, what's the point?
2: Yeah, he's going to be here next week. What are you going to fucking do?
1: You don't need to buy a 10-year CD, man. (laughs) Money's not going to be important in 10 years. It's more like
2: that. Unless you're the Mormon church, and then it's really important that you have a hundred this plus billion to plan investment right yeah because the, the stock market is going to be totally intact when Jesus shows up and fucks everything up except <laughs> well, uh, for the stock market it's going to be really <laughs> bad
1: for uh, alcohol and tobacco stocks for sure yeah
2: but. which the Mormon church actually has quite a bit of so hey yeah.
0: oh, wow that's That's amazing. Mm -hmm. I I remember being, you know, a zealous Christian teenager and thinking to myself, what is the point in building dreams here? There didn't seem to be any point. I think that Mm -hmm. Christianity in general makes life feel so meaningless.
1: Well, it's because they tell you you're born a sinner and it's a bad place full of wicked people and Mm -hmm. it's going to end badly. So, yeah, like, no wonder you don't feel great about it.
2: Being told that everything is going to work out in the next life, just that message right there means you don't have to give a fuck about the planet. You don't have to give a fuck about all the animals that are going extinct. You don't have to give a fuck about the war. that are happening elsewhere and the people that are dying. You don't have to fucking care because you're gonna die and then it's all gonna be wonderful. So that attitude is a huge part of why the world is in a completely fucked up state right now. Is because everybody's like, oh, don't worry, it'll work out in the next life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that really does have a political knock-on effect. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Yep. I hope you have great weeks. And yeah, for sharing your life you too. <laughs> wow. All right. We'll take it easy. Later. We'll talk to you later. See you. Good night.